welcome to the Flix Forum podcast, where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. Today we have Netflix's 139th film. It's the 2019 French drama Paris is Us, or in French, Paris est à nous. And I do apologize for my French. Um, this is directed by Elizabeth. Elizabeth Voga, uh, trying to transfer from French to English, not very good. Um, it also it stars Naomi Schmidt, Gregor Isvani, and Marie Matet. I am Jesse. I am here today with a, an international film for your delight. Obviously, I am going to spoil this film as we go through this podcast episode. So if you wanted to check out Paris Is Us, please do give us a pause and, and come back a little bit later on because we're going to jump into it where we start off with our fast flicks. And in the fast flicks, it's a quick little summary of the film, and for this one, this is literally, it's a story of a couple and the city around them, which is obviously Paris, if you've listened to the title of what this one's called. Um, this one, uh, there's a little bit of info about how it was put together um, and how Netflix ended up with it, I guess, and in most countries, this, this film is actually called Paris is Ours, rather than Paris is Us. Um, apart from Brazil, it was called Through the Streets of Paris, and all those titles make sense and, and fit in nicely with, with where this film sits. Um, the working title was Paris is a Party, and I, I'm sort of glad that they uh, went away from that title because this film is, uh, well, it does have some party scenes. I don't think that we could... Uh, call this one a, a party film. Uh, this this does have an interesting story where it started off as a Kickstarter um, campaign where the, the filmmakers put out a, a you know, a, a fun, GoFundMe sort of thing and, and people got on board and, and they did really well and, and got a really good backing. Um, and it was actually filmed over a very, very long period of time. Um, from 2014 right through to 2017, the whole narrative takes place in the midst of, of real world events, um, including the 2015 march in solidarity with uh, Charlie Hedbo, uh, which happened in France. And there's lots of scenes that realistically they, they would not have been able to put these together um, with the with the extras or the amount of people in the streets unless they were filming uh, real life situations, I guess. And and for me watching this, I, I, I didn't really pick up on it while watching it, only after watching it and, and reading, I was like, wow, they've, they've got some big set pieces here. And, and it sort of makes a bit more sense when you look back on it. And I think that the good thing to sort of talk about here is that the the creative team, they they thought it wasn't at first an easy decision to go with Netflix um, because like we have heard before, they wanted to have a cinema experience and a theatrical release. Um, and they, they got a bit sad thinking that some people would watch this film on their laptops, which is pretty much how I watched this one, I guess. And they did know, or they did actually acknowledge that at the same time, it's also great that more people can see it. And, and we, we hear that similarity across a lot of Netflix original films. And they said that, you know, as creators, especially in France, they, they grew up in this world where you could access the cinema. Um, and that's an important part in film telling, but you can see great works online. Um, and this helped build their passion for cinema online by saying, hey, we're going to get this on Netflix. So um, they acknowledge that Netflix is where people are heading. Um, online streaming is where we're going. So in the end, they sort of came around and said, okay, we're, we're on this service. Let, let's go with it. And that's how we get this film. And the, the consensus for this one is um, a little bit interesting, I, I guess, to say the least, where Rotten Tomatoes, it, it sits at 43% on just seven reviews. So that is sitting at Rotten. The audience has it at 41%. 
content, and that's on under 50 reviews. IMDb, similar sort of story, 4.6 out of 10 on about 1,300 reviews, and Letterboxd has it at a 2.5 out of 5 on a bit over 1,300 reviews as well, so very similar numbers sitting there. Um, it did it hit Netflix on the 22nd of Feb in 2019. As mentioned before, this is filmed in and around Paris and France. It was nominated for two awards, one at the Golden Trailer Awards in 2019 for Best Foreign Independent um, Film and also for the Best Foreign TV Sport. So there we go, some some nominations. Didn't win either, but I guess I can say we're, we're a, a nominated film. And I'll, I'll lead now into my early thoughts for this one where I can see that some people could really dig this film. Um, it, it's like an abstract piece of art that... I guess you can interpret however you want. And some people will argue um, whatever they, they want about the plot of this and the relationships. And I don't mind a bit of an arty-farty sort of film, but, but this one went way too far for me. Um, there was very little enjoyment for me um, while watching this one. So unfortunately, uh, if you've made it this far in, <laughs> I'm not going to be very positive moving forward. But hopefully you, you wouldn't mind uh, listening to why I think that this film didn't really hit the mark with me anyway. Uh, we'll talk about some characters in this one and, and there's only really two characters that you need to focus on. And, and as mentioned at the start, this is meant to be like a love story and you've got Anna and Greg and these are these two characters that, that we follow throughout this film. And Anna, I'll start off with, but she comes across as, as she's always hard done by and um, you see this so-called, you know, little cute meet in a club with Greg. And for me, it was really hard to see how their relationship worked as most of the time apart from that cute meet she's cracking at him or thinks that he's trying to tell her what to do and it just really frustrated me i think that you know they, they set her up as you know she's happy to to work as a server in a cafe and and she doesn't want to climb any of these societal sort of ladders or, or progress herself she's just happy to live life um and I guess that the really big cliche way of uh, looking at her life is, is that she's in this run club. She, she runs the streets of Paris and that's how they get a lot of these really nice shots of the Paris streets. But uh, very cliche that, you know, she's in a running club and, and it's almost like she's running from life. Um, and that'll, that'll lead me into Greg. And he's almost the opposite of Anna. He, he's very ambitious and he wants to move away from Paris to Barcelona, wants to see other parts of the world. He cares about money, cares about the corporate side of things and making it big and following society. So it's almost like these two characters that that, that are to, drawn together, but they're, they're almost the polar opposites of, of where they stand in society. Uh, the director for this one, um, Elizabeth Vodia, so this is her first feature, um, did a French documentary in 2014, has a, a film coming out very soon called The Roaring Twenties. Uh, and from what I can gather, that is a single unbroken shot of Paris. So, you know, taking on what she's learned in this film by taking lots of shots of, of Paris and the streets of Paris. But this one's done um, during COVID. So it could be an interesting watch, to be honest. Uh, it does star um, Naomi Schmidt from this film as well. So might check that one out just to just to see uh, any similarities between this one. Um, this is this is the part where we, we head into some scenes from the film that we wanted to, to discuss. And unfortunately, I haven't got anything that, that really stood out in this one for me. I've got a couple of things that I didn't really like uh, that I kind of want to forget. And I guess <laughs> the opening scene sets this one up for, well, set it up for me where they're in a nightclub. There's this ridiculous doof doof music. It's so loud. It's like this huge dance sort of ravey sort of thing. And this is where we meet the first, the, the characters. And, and Greg, you know, does this little small talk with Anna and then says, you know, can I touch your hair? And I, like, that was weird. I was sitting there going, okay, that who goes up to someone and randomly says, can I touch your hair? But then he smells it. And 
this just did not set this film off on the right foot for me. I, um, and like I mentioned before, I found out that a lot of the, the scenes were done on location during these big events, but throughout the film, the camera work in this was horrendous. And I get that you, you're trying to film these, these events that are happening in the world um, without a big crew just following the characters, but the, the tracking and the characters were constantly out of frame. It was so disengaging that I, I couldn't help but you know, just want those scenes to be over. Um, and then also there's, there's some scenes and I guess I haven't even mentioned this, but it revolves around this plane crash. This, this plane crash is this, this, um, event in the middle of the film that sort of switches up the, the realities of what we're watching, I guess. And there's, there's a scenes that they use with the camera spinning, um, during these visions of the plane crash. I literally felt nauseous. I, fe- I felt sick that, that that was so off-putting and, and for an audience member to feel that it, it's not a good sign. Um, and then there's a lot of monologues from, um, from Anna, a lot of dialogue, a lot of voiceover. I really hated it. It was just too in your face. Um, so there's some things that really let this one down for me. And, and I guess I haven't really, you know, without talking too much about the plot, th- this film does try to deal with a lot of different themes and I can get why people would enjoy this film for that because it, it does sort of play on this idea of reality and what's real and and characters especially Anna not having a direction of where she wants to go and being confused with life and I, and I get that you can do that through some of those those camera techniques but it really did frustrate me um and to this idea of of loneliness and and her wanting to be on her own um but wanting to live life and having a future and but, but what is the norm for life what is the normal for a, a future and and can she love someone can she put herself out there to do that um and i and it sort of just sums up this idea too that you've got this character that wants to live in the moment versus this character that wants to plan their life and that's that's that general gist of this film i guess uh, especially to we mentioned it, this film is about Paris um, and Paris is a location of pain. The the events that you see in the background as these characters try to, to have this relationship ship through their, um, their arguments and their fights that you've got all this bad stuff happening in Paris um, in the background as well. And I guess that for me to take away from this film is that it tries to be more clever than it is. And obviously this is my opinion. I get why people may like this film, but I was constantly trying to tell myself or, or think about what was going on when I probably didn't need to do that. I th- and unfortunately, that's what this film made me do. I think that, you know, I, I had all these ideas. I was thinking that Greg died on this plane, this plane crash that, you know, is this event that that splits their relationship. And, and maybe this was about Anna dealing with his loss. But then also I was like, maybe she was on that plane as well. And, and this was her looking back on her life. And I don't know, I was just possibly overthinking this and, and not being able to come up with a, with a solution for this film just frustrated me. And I do like films at times that, that leave me questioning what's going on, but this one just, uh, didn't do it for me. So I'm going to, going to wrap this one up and give out well, my overall thoughts for, for the film where I give a rating out of five. And I think that possibly the issue for this is that it's a very French centric film. I think that the events we see throughout this film will probably have a really great connection to a lot of people who, who have lived these events or understand what's going on and, and can probably connect with how their relationships with people were going during these stages. Um, unfortunately I, I'm not one of them. And, and even if I could ignore that and ignore those facts, I just can't get past a film where it's a love story 
and as an audience, I, I got to see very little of the, the couple actually being happy together. Um, just did not give me a reason to get on board with this one at all. So I'm giving it a one and a half out of five, quite low. Uh, I do apologize because I know that there will be some people that like this film, but for me, just didn't hit the mark. We are on social media. We have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram. So if you did want to follow us along and check out some of our other films on the Netflix originals that we've covered, please do so. The question that um, I just wanted to ask for this one is that there's some scenes with Anna that she's got this blonde wig on it. So what's your take on that blonde-haired version of Anna? What what does that mean as, as an audience? Is that her her stepping through and try, finally trying to move on? I, I'm completely at a loss as to, to what was going on. And um, I guess if you haven't seen this film, everything I've said today would not make sense anyway. So I do appreciate you listening along. I'll be back next week with, with a more um, linear narrative, I guess, in this film I'm hoping, which is the 2019 drama Juanita. Um, this is directed by Clark Johnson and it stars Alfre Woodard and Adam Beach. So that is the film I'll be checking out next week. Feel free to um, listen along to that one as well. And as usual, thank you for, for jumping up along and listening for this one. Hopefully it hasn't sounded uh, too messy, but that's what this film was, very messy. So my thoughts too um, come across as very messy. So uh, thanks again, and I'll see you soon.